welcome back to another episode of Shamelessly Unapologetic with me, your host, Alana Pinsky. Hi, everyone. I would like to start off by saying that I am so sorry that I missed an upload of an episode last week. I definitely have a reason for that. And honestly, I just needed a little break. I have started to experience just a tiny bit amount of slight content creation burnout. It happens to the best of us. And trust me, it happens to me maybe about a couple times a year. And thankfully, the burnout doesn't get too terrible with me. I usually just skip a week and then I get back into it. I also didn't even upload a YouTube video on Monday, which is when I upload my videos, but I am going to be making it up later on this week with a Friday video. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, it just it happens. And I just needed this past weekend and last week to just focus on me and just have a little mental reset. And when I record content, sometimes it can really distract me from other priorities in life. And it overwhelms me. And being overwhelmed is never a good feeling. So that is why I wasn't able to upload an episode last week. So I am so sorry about that. But it's good to be back. I hope everyone has enjoyed the past two weeks. So this week's episode is about unapologetically releasing what is no longer serving me. This is going to be a really great episode. I know I've made an episode sort of similar to this before, but I'll get into that in just a second. I definitely want to start this episode off with my life updates like I like to start off all solo episodes with. So with that being said, first life update, I just shared it. It was just about the slight content creation burnout and me apologizing for that, even though I really shouldn't have to apologize for taking time for myself. But I do feel slightly bad when I do miss an upload because I know people look forward to my episodes. But sorry, guys, like I do have to take care of myself from time to time. Another thing that's been going on with me is that I recently changed my ADHD medication again I'm now taking a new med and I'm starting off on a lower dosage and I am meeting with my doctor again for the third time to potentially raise it I don't think my dosage is strong enough it wears off pretty quickly in the middle of the afternoon and then I want to immediately take a nap and crash I don't like that I don't like taking naps in the middle of my day. I mean, I love naps, but not where it makes me so tired and lethargic and I have no energy or motivation to get anything done. That's never a good feeling, so I'm dealing with that. Today, I finally was able to visit um, a, a GI doctor and I have always had like worries about like my acid reflex and so... I was given something that I have to do. It's really gross. You probably already know what it is if you just heard that. So I have to go to the lab and pick all of that stuff up probably either tomorrow or Thursday. I just didn't have time to do it today. So that's fine. Just getting that in order. Look at me getting my health in check. And then my eyes have been so severely dry. So over the past month, you may have noticed that I've been wearing my glasses 
assuming you either follow me on Instagram or on YouTube. And the reason I've been wearing my glasses lately is because I have been diagnosed with dry eye syndrome and that's not fun. So my eyes have been so dry and I haven't been able to wear my contacts because of it. So I have been putting some special ointment into my eyes to help lubricate them and bring the tear ducts back to working properly. So I have another optometrist appointment this week to hopefully get an update and maybe get back in the clear so I can finally wear contacts again because I am so sick of wearing my glasses. Don't get me wrong, like I like my glasses. I think I look good in them. Um, they're pretty new. I had the same glasses that I had when I was really little and I needed to upgrade them and they also um, have the wrong prescription because I developed astigmatism since I was in sixth grade. I mean, I didn't have that back then. And over time, like I got that. So I needed glasses that were basically going to be correct for my prescription so I could see clearly. So I see a lot better in them. But I want to go back to my contacts again. I miss them. So that's that. I'm finally getting more work to do at work. My first month and a half was pretty unproductive. Can't say I'm complaining about that too much, but I definitely felt a little bit guilty. But it's nice that I can finally feel somewhat meaningful at my job. So that's something. And then the last thing that I'll share with you, I can't share too many details, but I am working on a super cool project that I hope will be ready at the end of the month, maybe a little bit sooner, but it's going to take a couple of weeks to finish. And so I have to really discipline myself to really work hard on it every single day so I can get it out because I'm really excited to talk about it. And I think you guys will be really excited about it too. So that's all I'm going to say for now. But let's talk about what this episode is about. Releasing what no longer serves me. So I just mentioned like five minutes ago that I had done a previous episode on something similar to this. So last year I did an episode about things that I wasn't going to waste my time on. So to give you a quick little recap, those things were that I wasn't going to waste my time on those who do not care about me. I wasn't going to waste my time on those who have no desire to be my friend. I wasn't going to waste my time on writing cover letters because fuck that. <laughs> I said I was no longer wasting my time on applying to more jobs. I think when I released that episode, I had just gotten a new job and I was kind of thankful that I didn't have to apply to jobs again. So I think that's why I had put that. But I mean, yeah, still like I hope I never have to apply to jobs ever again. Um, that my current job can keep me employed for as long as I can until I can become a full-time content creator. That is the goal. So basically what I am saying, I hope my current company will be my last corporate America company. Um, I'm no longer wasting my time on mean men. Absolutely. I am not wasting my time on men who don't want relationships. I'm no longer wasting my time on being treated poorly at work. Fingers crossed that I don't get treated poorly with my new job. So far, it's been okay. And then I'm not wasting my time on betting on sports because that has just been terrible for my bank account. So yeah, I had to like release that and let that go. I'm not wasting my time on doing that anymore. So 
You may be thinking, well, like, well, isn't that your list about releasing what no longer serves you? Somewhat, but it goes a little bit deeper than that. Like, when you release things that don't serve you anymore, you're looking more at the bigger picture. So let's talk about what this means. So in my own definition, I think that releasing something that no longer serves you is about releasing something that doesn't have any kind of purpose in your life anymore. It is just something that has been holding you back in life. It is something that could just be taking a toll on you emotionally, physically, mentally. And it's just really bad for you. And you know that you can live your life without this. Like, think about Marie Kondo. Does it spark joy in your life? No? Then it's time to let it go. Is it preventing you from being happy? Time to let it go. Is it creating self-sabotage? Let it go. That's what that means to me. And the reason I think this is important is that It is another way to shift your mindset to become happier and bolder and more unapologetic in your life because, you know, that's my brand. It's what I'm all about. But aside from that, I do think that releasing what no longer serves you helps release toxicity from your life. And it really just helps you get a clearer picture of what you need to do to push forward in life. I kind of just mentioned like when you need to do that. I mean, I think it's a matter of when you realize something is really holding you back. Think of like, I no longer want this in my life anymore. I no longer want to be like this anymore, live like this anymore. It's time to let this shit go. I no longer want that. So I think that's a time where you are going to release something that no longer serves you is when you realize it. And sometimes it takes you a really long time to get there. Trust me, there are so many things that I realized that I wanted to let go. And it took me a couple years to finally have something click and be like, oh my God, I need to get rid of this because it is so bad for me. I'm going to go into my list. So it's actually not that long. It's only six things because I think these are the six main things that just truly have not served any kind of purpose in my life. And I do think that by releasing this out of my life that it's going to make me just feel like I can just push forward in life and that I'm going to be perfectly fine without these. So the first one, which I've kind of talked about before on my YouTube channel and I believe I've mentioned this on my podcast like once or twice but it's about dating apps and dating in general back in december if you have missed out on the other times where i have mentioned this on social media i deleted my dating apps it took me i want to say four years for me to realize dating apps are not good for me they are fucking useless Yes, I've met some great guys on those apps and I've had some fun dates, but none of them turned into relationships. And I kept getting into situations with guys that didn't want the same thing. Even when I would ask them what they wanted and they did want the same thing, 
then there was no connection. And it was just exhausting to just continuously go through this over and over again. And I just realized like dating is just exhausting. Like hanging out with men is just exhausting. I mean, I'm straight. I date men. And so for me, I just wasn't getting happiness and joy out of that. And of course, I still want a relationship, but it's not something that I need. But I realized, you know what? I just need to live my life without worrying about whether or not someone is going to swipe right on me and then having to take some time out of my day to go and check the app and swipe so I can try and get options to go on dates on a certain weekend or day of the week, whatever, whenever I have time to go on a date. It's just, it was too much. It was too overwhelming. And I was just tired of seeing like the same cliche-ness and bad profiles and terrible behavior coming from men on dating apps. And I just didn't want to deal with it anymore. I'm like, you know what? I deserve better than this. Like I know what I can bring into a relationship. And I just feel like these guys aren't going to match my energy. I need somebody who's going to match my energy. Like I know what I can give to my partner and I just hope that they can reciprocate that back because if someone is nice to me and treats me with respect and is kind and loves me for me, you bet your ass I will be reciprocating that back to them and that I will also be a really great partner to them. But I haven't really found that from dating apps and I just realized, you know what, it's time to just delete these off my phone. Enough is enough. And ever since I deleted my dating apps and even stopped dating, like I haven't gone on a date since January. It's August now, which is holy shit, that's crazy to think about. I have been so happy without knowing whether or not a guy likes me or not, if a guy is going to text me back. I don't have these anxious thoughts And that feels great. I don't have to like always wonder. But it's also nice to just be able to just like do me and like focus on my friends and just live my life and not have to worry about a man and whether or not he's into me when I know I'm into him and I don't have to worry about getting hurt. So if I do meet somebody organically that's gonna be awesome fingers crossed it works out but I am going back to the old-fashioned way of meeting someone organically and I'm just going to let things happen when they happen and if it means that I never find my person then you know what I am going to be okay I don't need a relationship to make me feel fulfilled or happy is it something I want? Yes, but will I be okay without it? Absolutely, I will. So that's the first thing that I'm releasing. The second thing, which is something that I've actually already done. I mean, if you haven't read the episode that I sent out two weeks ago about me spending $2,000 on clothes, well, this ties into that. I am getting rid of clothes that are out of style and no longer fit me. So I have donated almost a good chunk of my wardrobe. 
I have donated clothes that I got in college. I had donated clothes that I had gotten in some stitch fixes that have just gone out of style. I've outgrown. Some of them don't even fit me anymore because I've gained weight and I've had to accept that my body is going to change over time. My body, my 30-year-old body is never going to be the same as my 21-year-old body or my 25-year-old body. It's crazy just like how I want to say not five to nine years can just truly make a difference in how your weight fluctuates. I feel like my body was meant to be curvy and that's okay. And I hope one day I do get the chance to go back and compete again and set my foot on stage where I will have to lose weight and then of course my clothes won't fit me anymore. And I will worry about that when the time gets there. But for the time being... I'm focusing on just like loving my new body. I do want to lose a little, just a little bit of weight. Like I like to lose just a couple more inches off my waist and hopefully maintain the circumference of my hips because I really like how my hips have gotten a little bit wider and curvier. And to me, that's kind of sexy and hot. I I like look at my body and my boobs. I'm like, okay, my boobs have gotten bigger. These are the biggest I've ever seen my boobs. And I never had boobs like this before. So it feels kind of good. And my hips look great. But I do wish my waist was just a little bit more contoured. And then I feel like I'll have the ideal body that I've kind of always wanted for myself. Releasing like negative perceptions about my weight and trying to just get more comfortable and just owning that, that's really important to me. And plus, I feel so much better having brand new clothes and having clothes that fit me because when I had gained weight and noticed that all of my clothes weren't fitting me anymore, everything felt too tight, it made me feel really bad about myself. And I said, you know what? Just get new clothes. It's okay if you have to go a size up. It's not the end of the world. What matters is that you're comfortable. And that your clothes fit you and you're not fitting into your clothes. Because that's how it should be. So that $2,000 shopping spree was totally worth it. And guess what? I've already paid off that $2,000 because I use a new credit card that I got. And that's already paid off. Thank God. So yeah, I feel good about that. So this next thing, number three... This is honestly more of a temporary release. It's not a permanent release um, just because I'm going to eventually have to get back to this. But I am just letting go of weightlifting for my workout regimen for now. I realized that I had gotten fitness burnout. Yes, that is a thing. Jib burnout is totally real. And I developed that, I want to say, in March. And honestly, just the thought of going to the gym started to become nauseating to me. Lifting weights just felt horrible. So one thing that I've done to just stay active and get my body moving is taking my hot girl walks. I never really took walks a lot, but I am trying to just get my body to move I hate feeling like a couch potato, especially with my relationship with food is still not where I want it to be yet. And that is still just a constant battle that I am just working through. 
it is one of my goals that I'm trying to manifest for this year to fix my relationship with food. I'm just not there yet. I'm working on it. I'm hoping we'll see more positive change within the next few months. So fingers crossed for that. But walking has been really great. It's nice to just take an hour out of my day and to enjoy the nice weather that's been going on. I mean, Portland summers are really great. And I get to just enjoy the city, enjoy nature, feel really connected with the environment. And just really focus on me and get some mental clarity from myself. And that's basically like the purpose of a hot girl walk. You're supposed to like practice gratitude and focus on like what a bad bitch you are and re-energize. And so that's what I've been doing and that feels really great. And I'll listen to a podcast while I do that. And then if the podcast ends, then I'll walk with headphones being silent and enjoy my walk. I do it for an hour. I think you're supposed to do like four miles, but I really don't have time to do four miles every single day, unfortunately. I wish I did. Maybe if I was self-employed, I would totally do that because I think you could at least get 10,000 steps because I think the goal is to really try to get 10,000 steps a day. I'm kind of averaging around 7,000 steps a day. So it's not as ideal, but it's better than 1,000 steps a day and just lounging around like a couch potato or just sitting at my desk working and not getting my body to move. And if the weather is bad, then I have a stationary bike in my apartment, like actually in my studio, because I have enough room for it. And that can be my form of movement. So I'm just focusing on like lightweight cardio for now. And that's been fine for me. I know that's not going to really like get inches off my waist, but I think, you know, diet also has to be another thing and we're just we're just not there yet. But at least like I'm getting my body to move and that counts for something. The fourth thing that I am releasing and letting go of is ignoring my health issues and getting my shit together here. So I have been brushing off a GI appointment for the longest time. And I mentioned that earlier in the episode that I finally got that done today. So that feels great that I'm getting that taken care of and my doctor gave me some great tips on how to just manage the acid reflux and what I'm dealing with. I've been taking care of getting my meds organized and getting my dosages increased with that so that's good and then I've been focusing on getting my eyes worked on. I've been taking the ointment cream and hopefully that will be enough to get me back on contacts again. So No more ignoring my body's issues and just fucking calling a doctor and making an appointment and just get checked out. Like, I am 30 years old. Like, my health is going to get worse and worse eventually. And I want to make sure that I am taking care of myself. Like, I want to be able to live the healthiest life that I can possibly have. And so I need to stop ignoring things and just fucking pick up the phone and schedule an appointment. So it's nice that I am on the path of doing that. Another thing I plan on releasing is to um, let go of that I will be broke forever mentality. I think, you know, being in debt for a couple of years has been very discouraging. 
And having financial insecurity is a really horrible feeling. And it makes you scared for life knowing that you'll never be able to have like really nice things for yourself like a house. God, I want a house so badly. I hope that before the year ends that I can finally start saving money for that. That's on my vision board and I am determined to make that happen. I'm also determined to become 100% debt free. I don't know if that will happen, but I am doing my best. I look at my vision board every day. It holds me accountable and I work on it. I have to realize like Alana, you are not going to be broke forever. You are not going to be in debt forever. You are so aware of where you are in terms of your finances and making that a huge priority for you. Keep prioritizing it. I know it sucks, but you are going to feel so much better once everything is paid off and then you can finally set that money aside to start saving for that house that you want. I mean, there isn't like any kind of house that I want right now, but obviously like what I want in a house is lots of natural light, a couple of rooms so I can have like an office room and not share that with my bedroom. I would love to have a nice kitchen because hopefully a nice kitchen would motivate me to cook more. Having something that I can decorate my own and just feel at peace. So... That's something that I just really want in my life. And I feel like what I've done with my apartment has really helped me get that peace because I have a great aesthetic going on in my apartment. I do have natural light. But there's only so much modification that I can do with my apartment because, well, I am renting. And of course, when you own something, you can completely tear things apart and renovate things however you want. So that excites me, but... I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I am letting go of that broke girl mentality because I am diversifying my incomes left and right. And I have made a little bit of money from that. And even though it's not as much money as I'd like, it still helps. It's something, right? So I know I'm on the right track for that. So that's my goal is to just keep diversifying my income and hopefully that can get me out of corporate America because that is the fucking dream. And then the last thing that I am releasing is I plan on unsubscribing from YouTubers that I just no longer watch anymore. I don't know why I haven't gotten around to this. I could probably easily do that after I finish recording and editing this episode. But... There's a lot of YouTubers that I subscribed to when I became like this huge YouTube watcher before I even had a YouTube channel myself. And I just realized like a lot of my interests have evolved and it changed. Like I remember I was subscribed to all the beauty gurus and I've unsubscribed from quite a bit over the past few years. But there are a small number of people that in the that I still watch that are in the beauty community that I will keep. Like, I still watch Manny MUA. Love, 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 love Manny MUA. So he will still be staying on my feed. Patrick Starr will still be staying on my feed. I feel like, is that really it that I still follow from the beauty community? I think Gabriel Zamora is still in the beauty community. Brightman Rock has kind of left the beauty community. He kind of does his own thing now. 
Um, but he hasn't really uploaded a video in a really long time, which makes me sad because that man's fucking hilarious. But anyway, just to give you an idea of like how it's okay to just unfollow and unsubscribe from things that don't really inspire you anymore. I haven't felt inspired from a lot of people that I used to watch and love. And now I need to just let it go and find new interests. I actually haven't subscribed to a YouTube channel, like a new YouTube channel, in a really long time. I have finally found contentment in what I like watching on YouTube. And I'm going to stick with that. And if I find someone who really excites me based off their topics or niche, then I will give them a subscribe and hopefully that it can be a lifelong subscription and not just a temporary subscription that I'll eventually grow out of because I don't want that for them. And I often, and of course, like I don't want that for myself, but I know people have outgrown my YouTube channel. I mean, I lose a couple of subscribers a week and it, it happens. It's not something I take personally. It's just part of being a YouTuber and a content creator. People are going to unfollow you. It happens. People outgrow you and that's okay. So yeah, that's the final thing that I'm releasing and just letting go of. So the last part of this episode that I want to just quickly talk about is to think of some of the best ways to release what's going to no longer serve you. So I have five actionable tips that you can hopefully take into account. So the first one is to think about what puts you down in life, what holds you back, or what is mentally, emotionally, and physically draining you as I stated earlier in this episode. I think that's really important. The second thing is to, as I also mentioned, is to think about what truly sparks joy in your life and what doesn't spark joy. What is something that you feel like you've outgrown? And then the third thing you're going to do is to write all of that down. One and two sort of tie in together. But writing it down will really help give you the biggest picture like that even includes writing things down that you do like because you can compare and contrast to see what's more important am I going to be okay without this or am I not going to be okay without this which literally leads me into the fourth thing look at that list and think about how your life will be a-okay if you move on without those things in your life if you know that you're going to be a hundred percent fine if you release something then do it and then the last thing is to find out what you need to get the courage to release that and let it go because sometimes letting go of things that no longer service can be hard maybe you can start off with the things that you know are going to be the easiest And then you can gradually work your way up to release the things that are going to be more difficult. But it's going to be up to you to figure out what you need to do to get there to release and let go. I hope that really helps. I would love to know if there has been anything that you have released lately in your life that has just no longer served you. I would love to hear about it. You guys know that you can always email me. I'm at my podcast email at shamelesslyunapologeticpodcast at gmail.com. And also don't forget to follow the podcast at shamelesslyunapologetic. And I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And with that, I will see you next week with another episode. So with that, take care and see you next week. Bye.